Oh. Oh, shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, Ed. 7.06. Welcome back to it. We're here. The whole week is thrown off, though. No. It's Thursday. Thursday. Friday Eve. A little Friday. There's a lot of things you can call it. But I call it good because I'm hanging out with you. 844-STUDIO-4. You want to say what's up? You're always welcome. Let me get my day started. There it is. Do you know what's in the cup? Black powder. Black powder coffee. Located in Mooresville. Exit 36. Highway 150. If you're heading north, make a left. If you're heading south, make a right. Either way, after that point, you make a left at the Chick-fil-A. You go down into the business park. Black powder coffee. Located down there. You run in there. Melissa! 10% off. I ask for it, please. To which she would grant that request. Because that's the deal. You go in there, you mention WSIC, you say, the good morning fam sent me. I need 10% off, please. Over 21 flavors. They got them sitting in the bags, ready to go prepped. The beans are ready. I'm not sure what happened in our household this week. I think we got like a little excited on the beans. Already had to grind a new bag. That's different. And so guess what? Guess what flavor I did? Guess what flavor? I don't even know. You you can't even guess because this is this is the variety that Black Powder offers. Pineapple Party. That's what's in my cup right now. I I know. I get it. Coffee? Pineapple? Don't know if that, that jives very well. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know if it would jive either. Let me, let, me, let me let you know how I feel about it. It actually plays. Pineapple Party. Technically, I think the name was Bahama Mama Pineapple Party. And so there's a Bahama Mama party going on in my mouth right now. And that is thanks to black powder. My gosh. There's somebody I want to introduce you guys to. Oh. It didn't. We didn't have it. Is it? But we didn't have it. But wait. Close it and then do that. I got to tell him about You guys got to meet this person. I'm really excited about it. It's just I, I also have to <clears throat> get a little set up here. I should have. Should have prepped a little bit more, but your boy rolled in. Bill Guy the Buffer Guy. Bill Guy the Buffer Guy. Bill, 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 Bill. Bill Guy the Buffer Guy. Radio rules. Eddie's here. Bill the Buffer. Bill, 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 Bill. Welcome in, Bill the Buffer. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. How are you? Doing well, and yourself? Not too bad. What you made a face when I when I said pineapple party? Um, I've never thought about that with my coffee. Most people wouldn't, but that's the ingenuity taking place at Black Powder Coffee. Right. I I do like the the boldness. Bahama Mama Pineapple Party. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's a smooth combo. 
right. It's a smooth gobbo. They haven't failed me yet, so I, mm. I have no reason to doubt them. No. But have you been sipping on the coconut this week, or what was it that you've been uh, sipping you, on this week? I finished up Guatemala. 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 You finished Guatemala. Yeah. The whole country. Yes, yeah, so now I'm heading on to uh, Coconut. Coconutville. Car- Is it Coconut Caramel? I think they have a Coconut Crunch? Coconut Caramel I think it's crunch? Coconut Caramel Crunch. Car- Caro. Cara. Caramel. Caramel. Okay. Nat made it home from Spain last night. She did. She did. She had a blast. Good. Um, yeah, she had a blast. I mean, she's like, uh, she had like one of the longest days. I think her day started like at 1230 in the morning, our time, and then ended at like 1030. I guess we got home closer to 11. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, it's a long day of travel. Now, you went to Charlotte Douglas International Airport to pick her up. Yes, I did. And did you park in the hourly and walk in? Did you no, just no, do no, the no, drive no, through? No, no. She she was yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. So didn't even exit the vehicle. No, I didn't. That's okay. They wasn't been, able to. Yeah. I, it's it's a, becoming one of those airports to where you don't want to get out of your car. Almost, you know, if you can avoid it, you know, just right. just use the lines, go to arrivals. They're there. Were you, did you have to circle or did no you circle. wait? There was actually a fair amount of traffic, so, yeah, it just happened to work out perfect. She waited on me, maybe, for about 30 seconds. She was waiting on you? Yeah. That's, okay. Yeah, you know how I roll. (laughs) Did she carry a big, like, did she have, like, multiple bags going to international or just single bag? No, just the book bag and the, uh... uh, The rolly cart? Yeah, normal rolly bag. What do they call those kind of But not, like, a big one. Not a big one? Not a big one. Internationally, not a big one. Internationally, not a big one. She's uh, she's efficient. Okay. Yeah. That's what you hope for. She had a great time. I'm sure she's going to fill me in again today. Did she everything. just pass out when she got in the car? Pretty much. Well, not when we got in the car. She was able to formulate some sentences, but, um, yeah, when we got home, pretty much. Going um, east to west, you... you well, technically, did she gain she time? Like, she gained time back? She shot ahead in time. Right. That's why it was so long. Right. I don't think, like, the flights itself were that long, but I think when she had, like, With a seven-hour... Yeah, I think it was, like, jump. a time zone jump plus... I'm trying to think. Is it, like, seven hours? It might be, like, a seven-hour... I don't know, man. <laughs> I think they're seven hours ahead of us. Dude, play my music, man. I don't even know. How long does it take to get from Spain back to America? I'm going to look it up, and after the break, I'll be back with an update. What time is it over there? What time is it over here? It's 7.13. That's how you wake up in the morning right there. <laughs> that gets you going. There are people that will probably have nightmares about this song. No, that song is, is making a comeback now. That's oh, yeah. the difference. That's, yeah. that's really what's going Big on. Big shout out to Frank. Yeah, getting that hooked up there. Yeah, he's the man. Got the dual versions. I don't know if you, I, that was version number two I hit on that second time. Oh, really? I got A and B over here. Okay. Yeah. They say one is better, but we'll get to that. I think we tease, tease. Tease. I got my. The volume is low. You can't even. <laughs> can't don't even don't it press back. it right now. <laughs> don't put it back. Well, it is a busy day here. Uh, tonight, though, well, I'll start with what's going to happen at the end of the night. The Huntersville Canada Forum Part Two. You know, we had Part One on Tuesday night. Tonight is Part Two. Seven to nine p.m. We'll be live from Huntersville Town Hall. 
two slates of commissioner candidates. I believe five and five. Remember, there's 15 people running for commish. And so we got to make sure you hear all of the opinions, all of the thoughts, all of the ideas, all of the solutions, all of the complaining. No, they're not going to complain. Well, they might complain. I don't know. That's up to you because you get to ask the questions. If you're a Huntersville resident, come on down to Town Hall tonight. You can submit questions online socially as well. And then we even got a lot just today during the show. There's a few guests we're going to have. Uh, also got a few talking points. It looks like the red line is resurrected. The red line might be resurrected. I, there's a letter. There's a letter that says if you want it, you can buy it. Maybe. We'll talk about that. Arkansas. No more Chinese food. Don't know if you heard. No more Chinese food is legal in can't in Arkansas. We got to get a look at traffic. Word of the day up next. Good morning, okay, Ed. 7-18, and we're there. Happy little Friday to you if you're on the streets. Could be a little busy day, maybe normal day. We got to get a look at them. We're going to talk to Jim with iCats, rideicats.com, alternative transportation. Three bucks to take you down to the city of Charlotte. Jim, how are the streets looking today? Well, they're, they're pretty well jammed up southbound. We, we just started our adventure from... Statesville, and we're in Mooresville now, so we'll be hitting the cat station here in about another 25 minutes, which is where we go when we go to Charlotte, their, their cat station. The uh, On the trip down, the first trip, light traffic, no issues. Uh, it starts to jam up down there about exit 11, but uh, everybody seems to disregard the 55 mile an hour sign down there they're doing 80 and i'm doing about 65 so i just hope i don't get run over sometime now the advantage jim is is you're cruising in the hov lane though on the way down at least right well that's right where i get off of it into the Mm. regular lanes so they're just they're just a book in it but uh this trip here uh light traffic coming northbound out of Charlotte or out of Mooresville. But uh, going down, it's starting to get moderate to heavy right now with uh, still no issues. So we'll just keep our fingers crossed there. We like it when when there's no accidents. We like no accidents on the street, Jim, and it sounds like there are no accidents right now. Is that, can we confirm that? I can confirm that. I have not seen any, not even any, uh, Broke down cars on the side of the road that slows down. No trucks broke down. That's a a good Thursday. Now, Thursday Thursday is also the day that ICATS heads to, I believe, Winston. Is that right? Winston-Salem today. That's correct. We have uh, people that go down to uh, Baptist Hospital. And uh, I think Thursday is also the day that they go to the VA over in Salisbury. I think that's Tuesday. I think that's Tuesday. Yeah, you could be right. I've never made that trip before. What's your uh, What's your favorite route of all the iCats routes? What's your favorite one to drive? I'll tell you what my favorite one not to drive is, and that's in Mooresville. My favorite route uh, is what I normally do: six o'clock to two o'clock, helping people with. with uh, doctor's appointments, uh, 
kidney dialysis, going to Walmart, going to the eye doctors. That that's my favorite route. So you I'm do just the doing in this town to help Jeff out. Yeah, mostly in town. Uh, today I'll probably be down here in Mooresville running around, trying to maneuver through the traffic. But we always get through. That's right. Jim, let me ask you, do you know anything about headlights? Uh, yeah, I just put two of them in my Jeep. Two brand new uh, ones. The problem with, I put two brand new ones in, right. The problem with the uh, the plastic covers is they craze and, and uh, I, I came out last Saturday and polished, or not this past Saturday, one day last week, and polish the the headlights on my bus, but it it just didn't uh, do right. They're probably gonna leave it the way it is and then sell the bus. And uh, we have like fifteen or eighteen new ones on order. They'll probably be starting to come out next spring. I thought about but, uh, I thought about buying one of those cleaning kits, you know what I mean, for the headlights. But like, I wouldn't probably clean it right. all off to where it's completely clear. I was thinking about like a design. Like, what if I could put like the bat logo <laughs> in my headlights so it's always shining that on somebody? What do you think? You think that'd be okay? That that would be that would be different. <laughs> I never thought about doing that, but I tried using the mothers. Uh, it's a brand for. Uh, car waxes and and uh, headlight cleaner and and it just uh just didn't do the job there's there's crazing on it you know little little cracks in the plastic that you can't you can't just can't polish out plus it gets uh, the the dirtiness gets on the inside and you can't get to it because it's sealed yeah there's a lot there so the only thing you can do is buy a new one really really the best option jim we appreciate you we will check in with you uh next hour and we hope that the roads stay clear and uh, we appreciate your time and your help all right we'll see you later all right talk to you soon Drive jim. safe everybody you too bye-bye Bye -bye. all right there jim with the knowledge i went everybody's head about the bird it's time for the word of the day what's the word Today's word of the day. Today's word of the day is irascible. Irascible. Irascible, baby. Irascible. It's irascible. <laughs> it's irascible. For those following along at home, it is I R A S C I B L E. And I imagine people get tripped up with the SC. I imagine people get tripped up because it's an adjective. It's an adjective. So it describes. And this is an adjective. Irascible. Yes. It's irascible. He's <laughs> acting irascibly. <laughs> outlandish. Formerly known as outlandish. Yes. Actually, do you know what I did? You used the definition of mollycoddle on your sheet for irascible? <laughs> no. Oh. Just about. Okay, I have the definition. Now. Are you shocked that I remembered yesterday's word of the day? It wasn't yesterday. It's was two days ago. Ah, oh, see? I didn't remember yesterday's because there was no yesterday. But... I mean, a yesterday existed. Yes, there was a yesterday. Just not for me. Yes. All right, irascible. You want a sentence or two? I'm going to need a set. Irascible! It didn't take Manny long to clash with another irascible guard. 
irascible. Uh, wild guard. Um, Mm. You're, I'm, I'm, I'm also it's judging your reaction, like your your physical reaction to what I say a lot of the times too. Would you call it irascible? <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to. I, you don't even know what I mean. <laughs> I don't. The irascible judge is known for not allowing much to hold back his biting observations. Mm, the um, bad sentence. Extroverted. Okay, you're close. You were closer with wild. Wild. Right, so irascible. Untamable. Irascible. Formerly known as intamable. Is quick to become angry. Oh. Or characterized by anger. Characterized by anger. Ooh, I got a sneeze. Irascible, baby. Irascible. Today's word of the day. Someone who isn't irascible appears <laughs> to be Frank Wright, even though he has had his power stripped from him. Oh, yeah? Because he's not play calling anymore. Oh yeah, but he didn't. Great job. Look at you down. What? What? I see you. Your boy's riding today. Following the team. <laughs> Gosh, I, I saw. I saw the headline. Yeah, that's like I a Tuesday story, headline. man. That's right? big time. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. We're out here. Yep. All right. So, so word of the day: irascible. Uh, you know what we didn't plan for? The fact that tomorrow's Friday. But we're not going to be here because we're going to similarly, right? Like if you tuned into Good Morning LK and yesterday and you're like, whoa, where's Justin? Where's Bill? Where are they at? You what were there. Well, we were there. I shouted you out. Yes. You were in my ear right. the whole time. Right. Um, you passed me questions from the social side. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> oh, come on. I did. I did what I could. It wasn't nothing. Uh, so we didn't plan, though, for this week combining all the words of the day into a singular non-loquacious sentence on Little Friday. That's okay. I don't think we need to. I'm not going to make it a big thing. Uh, if we have to, if we have some time, you know, if we if we run out of things to make up today, I don't think we will because the 8 o'clock hour is pretty jam-packed. So 8.15, we've got uh, Ben from Greystone Lodge coming on again. If you didn't hear last week, our, our new segment, High Country Happenings, where we keep you informed of everything going on in the mountains, in the Boone area of North Carolina. Ben, the general manager of Greystone Lodge, joined us. He's joining us again this week. It's actually going to be every week. We're ex we love the partnership. We love the opportunity. And we want to keep you informed because we know you love the mountains. Who doesn't love driving up to the beautiful mountains it's of North Carolina? It's that time Carolina. of year. It is that time of the year. The fall leaves are changing. Foliage. Wooly Worm Festival is in full effect right now. We'll get some info on Woolly that. Worm. Wooly Worm. Irascible. It's irascible, baby. And, and so we'll talk to Ben again. 8.30, we've got Jason Drum, Drum Landscape Supply. We are in the thick of Make Your Lawn Green Next Year season. Right now. You fail to plan, you plan to fail. Let's go. Don't let that be you. Let it be your neighbor. Don't let that be you. Right. So we'll talk to Jason Drum at 8.30. 845, we will get a look at sports with Joe Berg. Joe Berg, WSIC Sports Director. We got to know what's going on over the weekend. It's a big weekend. What am I going to be missing? You're going to be missing, you know who comes in town this weekend? Lionel Messi. Madonna? Oh, Lionel, Lionel Messi. Didn't I, what was the headline I saw about him? Um, gosh, there was a headline about Messi I saw yesterday or day before. Something, it was something mm. like he didn't. He doesn't have to do something. I don't know what it was, but he's irascible. He's irascible. His coaches can't calm him down. <laughs> His contract's pretty stout. 
Isn't well, it's it true? amazing. Isn't his contract say that he does not like he does not have to play on turf? Like he only plays. Correct. Correct. And I think the big money piece is like the Apple contract deal that he has with the MLS. Like he gets a piece like ten percent or something of the. I mean, Apple the big players over there, they're not coming to play in America if it's not for dollars. Right? I mean, they're they want that money. Good morning, LK at 844-STUDIO-4. You want to say good morning to somebody? Give us a call. 844-STUDIO-4. You could say hey. We don't mind. Maybe you want to say hey to Bill. No? Could have. It's okay. I'll do it next time. Uh, we're going to roll into We got Maybe National Holidays comes up. There is definitely a big story about the red line, though. I got the letter from Norfolk Southern. They've made me an offer to purchase the railroad. We're going to talk about it. Do we, should we buy the railroad? That's the real question. They've made the offer. It's in writing. I think I might buy it. If I could buy the railroad, we might solve a lot of issues together. Who wants to, we're going to start a GoFundMe. We're going to start a GoFundMe, Justin's Railroad. I'll send you the link. Hang on. Good morning, okay, at 7.34. It's official. Norfolk Southern has made the offer. Here's the letter. Here's the direct letter. With my edits. Dear Justin Kazepis of WSIC, Norfolk Southern is willing to consider engaging with you and other interested parties in the region regarding a possible transaction of the O-line. We have not decided upon what form such a transaction might take, whether an outright sale of the O-line or some variant of a lease. This correspondence solely reflects our willingness to engage and is not a binding commitment that Norfolk Southern ultimately would proceed to a transaction. They're getting soft. They're getting soft on the language. Tell, get- tell me what it means. Tell me what it means. What does it mean for me? Posturing. Posturing. We're posturing right now. Norfolk Southern has the rights to this railroad. And, you know, they've had it for a long time. I've explained, I've said, though, before, and I don't know the exact, all the nuances, but railroads in the United States, like, it's a different game. The rules are different, like, ownership rules, because it's so, such a public necessity that, like, the whole concept of ownership of railroads is very different. It's more of like a, you have the rights to the railroad. Now, but they do have like in, the rights, whatever that means. And so it seems the conversation is going more and more toward, this is very possible. Will it actually end up happening? There's a lot of steps, a lot of things to figure out. Here, Here's where the biggest rub is. And, and so to get semi-serious for a moment, the, the letter is actually addressed to Mayor Lyles and uh, Mr. Jones, the city manager, for the city of Charlotte. And they're willing to engage the city of Charlotte and other interested parties in the region. That would include us. That's the Lake Norman area. The other parties interested are the, is the Lake Norman area. South Charlotte don't care about Norfolk Southern because they got their own. They, the, the rest of Charlotte has their own railroad. Light rail. So here, here's where, here's where the only way this gets done. Here's the only way this gets done. Charlotte and Lake Norman find common ground. 
That's the only way this gets done. And if they're calling, if they're looking for a peacemaker, hey, your boy's right here. Your boy's right here. But Justin, haven't you been known to get a little irascible <laughs> when it comes to railroads and trains, baby? Uh, I'll match tone. I'll match tone. Someone All want, right. Someone wants to get rowdy, we'll get rowdy. Somebody wants to be calm, we can be calm. I'm good either way. But if you want to solve mass transportation and commuting, and, and then there's this whole sub-debate, commuter rail versus light rail. There's differences. There's major differences. When I saw this on the news yesterday, I will say they did not mention, they mentioned Huntersville, uh, Cornelius, Davidson, and Mooresville yeah. as stops. That's, that's the plan. So originally, the original plan, look, you remember- They did not I, mention a, a, a sunset, which I thought was interesting. That is interesting, but that's Charlotte. And right. so- I see. You know, would you keep that in the same conversation? Would that become I a see. negotiation? Right. It, it, it's hard to, you know, uh, and even Harris. Don't get irascible on me, baby. It's hard to imagine the light rail being utilized commuting into Charlotte. And I'll use the word commuting in whether commuter or light rail, right? I'll say commuting for the purposes of. It's an umbrella the, term. The conversation. Hard to not see a stop at Harris and Sunset as well. I, I, and I don't know, have the master plan in front of me as far as for the red line goes. There's also this concept of the federal government because that's where some of the funding is going to come from. And, and the federal government has dollars. That, that's become part of the conversation. Everyone's realizing it. There are dollars for transportation available at the federal level. Comes with a lot of strings, a lot of hoops to jump through. And we're talking, if they reset the plan right now and said, yep, we're going to go through with it. We've updated. We made a couple minor adjustments. We're going to do it. You're still looking at 10, 15 years. You're still looking at a significant amount of time in all likelihood for this to occur. But, but I think we will see an answer as far as thumbs up, thumbs down, because it's time. They're saying that we need a decision either way or this decision has to be made quickly because they have to start planning and, and budgeting and they really allocating do. for it. Yeah. And, and that's part of where Charlotte, right? We, we, we broke the news a couple of weeks ago that they were going to be spending, what, four or five million dollars. The city of Charlotte approved for reanalyzing the plan. That is related to the allocation of federal dollars, that they have to provide updates to the federal government with the next time frame in order to keep those dollars allocated, which is good. I mean, you want good management, right? We talk about it all the time. The government is the best manager there ever was on this planet. And so they're managing right now. And part of this is also what's the next levels of management? Will Lake Norman and Charlotte ever come to terms on this? I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that because somebody's got to pay for it. And if the if the ultimate benefit is for the Lake Norman area, which I would argue it is, it's a benefit to have the light rail, to have mass transportation down. Would you ride, if they had it, would you ride it in the morning to get here? Yeah, I would definitely consider it for sure. Because here's where the secondary problem really is. Make you come get me? And that's what I was going to say. The, the, well, no, that's not a problem. I come get you. The, man. the secondary issue is the in-town transportation. Because if you stop, let's, I'm going to use Cornelius as an example, in antiquity, right, along Highway 115, where that originally was going to be, you know, that was a major corridor developed for the red line. If you had a stop there and people land there, well, then how does the in-town transportation work? You got to drive to where the light rail picks you up. So if you live in Cornelius and you're going there, 
You, what, you going to park at Harris Teeter all day? You think Harris Teeter's going to be happy about a bunch of commuter rail parking happening in their parking lot? No. You think the apartment complex is going to be happy? You're going to start seeing the tow signs everywhere. Think Cashins across the street's going to be real happy with the fact of the commuter rail and the parking happening right there? No. So you got to have in-town transportation. Seven-story state-of-the-art parking deck. Yeah, I mean, that's what you're looking at. Is you're, you are looking at pro- probably a significant increase of park- parking decks in the Lake Norman area. Oh, no. You will. I, I mean, you got to have centralized parking. You have to. If you're not, you either have to choose centralized parking or very efficient in-town We can paint a big old sailboat on the side of the We sure can garage. with light, like with a singular light, like a Oh, my gosh, it can be a lighthouse. It could be a lighthouse. Oh, my goodness. We could build a lighthouse. This one's free. We, we should build a lighthouse. We a should lighthouse. do that anyway on yeah. Lake Norman. Lake Norman. Why doesn't Lake Norman have a lighthouse? Many. Don't we need one? Isn't that like for safety of vessels? To know right. like which direction's north? Right. On the seas. Or like how to get to Neverland? Oh, boy. Isn't that what it's for? I don't know. It I points seen, you toward I haven't Neverland? seen Peter Pan in a long like time. Like it points you toward Neverland, like always? Mm. It's all around us. Mm. Sorry, I took you off here. No, it's fine. And, and and so in town transportation, in my mind, because you gotta double it up, right? If you're gonna if the towns are gonna put money toward the red line. But trolleys? Then, I like trolleys, man. Trolleys are a good buy. I like trolleys, particularly for Davidson and Cornelius. I don't know about Huntersville. I can't I Huntersville's a little bit different of an animal just because of the square mileage, how much bigger it is. If you think particularly about the west side of Huntersville, like Beatty's Ford Road area. Shout out west side Huntersville. I'm a big fan of West. You know, we went to Hopewell. We went to Hopewell. So so we're, we're fans of the west side of Huntersville. Extremely high density residential population, not a lot of commercial. And so how do you commute people from the west side to the east side in a manner that they will actually use? It's got to be efficient. You've got to have a heavy rotation. Like every 10 minutes, there's got to be a pickup somewhere. You know what I mean? Like you have to have a heavy rotation because people want reliability. If I'm standing at a bus stop for an hour, it ain't going to fly because it's Huntersville. I mean, I could drive and I could park and I could drive, you know, 15, 10 minutes, whatever. But rather than wait for a bus and I can't stand buses. I know everybody wants to talk about this bus stuff. Nobody's going to ride buses. Learn the lesson from the HOV lane, from the tolls. People aren't going to use buses. We don't live in that kind of socioeconomic area. We just don't. People are okay driving around here. And if I'm going to choose between my vehicle and the bus, I'm going to choose my vehicle. Now, if I'm going to choose between my vehicle and a trolley that like is just half a block down from my neighborhood and I can hop on, hop off, and it's continuously running and I know the tracks, I got an app I can follow, I know, your boy might ride it. I would definitely ride a trolley on like the Friday night, you know, going out nightlife scene. That's the other side of this. What are the hours? If you're not including the nightlife, it will not be successful. It won't. You've got a thriving downtown that is continuing to grow, which is very exciting. You're going to have a lot of new small businesses. You're going to have people visiting from other areas. You've got to include the night scene. You just have to. And is that the and, and th- that's if you want the system to work. The other option here, do nothing. That's the other option. Do nothing. Keep it as is. And and some people are going to be okay with that. I'm not saying that that's like I'm not I'm not advocating one way or another. Now, would I like the light rail? Would I love to go see my boy Bill in Charlotte on a Friday night in an easy fashion? Hop a trolley, hop a train, hang out for a little bit, come on back. Yeah. Is that ever going to happen? I don't know. Remember, we got to pay for it somehow. I don't know if people want to pay for it. I, I mean, I, I, I don't want to write a check right now. Can I hold $5? Sure. 
Sure, can I do it? And maybe that's it. Maybe it's like a bond and we get like interest on it if we if we lend. Can we lend to our local government? What about that model? Who's that community calendar girl? Good morning, okay, at 7.48. Happy little Friday to you. You know what one of my favorite types of foods are? are is? Is are? Are is? You know what my favorite types? Chinese food. I love Chinese food. I really do. It is absolutely delicious. Usually what I will enjoy is some sesame seed chicken. I've been trying to do the white rice instead of fried rice recently. It's a little better, right? It's a little better for you, I think. White rice compared to fried rice. I think it's a brown rice. Well, they have brown rice, white rice, and fried rice. There's actually three kinds of rices. And then they also have yellow rice. You ever had yellow rice? Mm. You, that's real Asian. Mm. Or is that is that Mexican? It's one of the two. I don't know. And and then and then I'll get some sweet and sour chicken. And it's absolutely delicious. But here's the problem. I, I don't know if I, because Arkansas, I don't think Chinese food is going to stick around. I'm pretty sure that, that as far as in Arkansas goes, that that's no longer going to be here. The, the Governor Huckabee made an announcement yesterday. Uh, let, let, let's go ahead and play the announcement. I'm announcing that Syngenta, a Chinese state-owned agrochemical company, must give up its land holdings in Arkansas. Syngenta owns 160 acres in northeast Arkansas, which it uses primarily for seed research. The company that owns Syngenta, Kim China, is also on the Department of Defense's list of Chinese military companies posing a clear threat to our state. Seeds are technology. Chinese state-owned corporations filter that technology back to their homeland, stealing American research and telling our enemies how to target American farms. That is a clear threat to our national security and to our great farmers, especially since the Chinese government enacted a law in 2017 requiring Chinese citizens abroad to collaborate with their country's security officials on intelligence work with no questions asked. This isn't about where you're from. We welcome Chinese Americans, Russian Americans, and anyone else who's given up foreign oppression for American freedom. This is about where your loyalties lie. We simply cannot trust those who pledge allegiance to a hostile foreign power. That's why I signed Act 525, sponsored by Representative McKenzie and Senator Boyd, to ban Chinese and Russian-made drones. And it's why I signed Act 758, sponsored by Representative McAlendon and Senator Stubblefield, banning public contracts with the CCP. We will make sure that every company operating in Arkansas is a friend to Arkansas and good to hardworking Arkansans. Secretary Ward has already notified Syngenta about this decision. If they refuse to sell, our Attorney General can move forward with legal proceedings and force them to get out of our state. Arkansas will always protect our farmers and our national security interest. What do they eat in Arkansas? Because Chinese food is going to be gone. What, what's the common? You think it's like Tex-Mex? Hog. Hog? Hog. What, like our, our, Arkansas's mascot, their main school's mascot, what is it? The Razorbacks. Is it's that a hog. a hog? That's a hog. It's a hog, sir. Like they put it up on the fire and 
it turn turn and burn? Mm. Like over an open flame? You can do that. I don't think they'd do that with their mascot. Well, you don't want to put your mascot on that. That would right. be kind of that would be right. weird. That would be cruel. That'd be a top story. That would actually be murder. Yes. Which we don't want to do that. Correct. And I I understand what's going on. Look, communist China, get out. That's what it is. That's the message. That's what it sounds like. And I, and, and and it's it's an interesting concept. Land rights, as far as in America, the generally speaking, in the past. You could be from anywhere in the world, and you can buy land in America. Generally speaking, it's been in recent days. Florida, in particular, has done it. I'm sure Texas has done it too. I wouldn't be surprised. Making that up, but I, I just gut feeling. Arkansas now. No more buying China. In fact, now we've taken a step further. You must sell your land. I'm not saying I disagree with it. Don't don't think I'm saying he's woke. That's not what he's saying. That's not what I'm saying. I general principle. Do I want communists? No, communism doesn't work. We've seen that in the world. Hundred percent understand that. Are they stealing American information and 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 seed harvesting? Maybe. Don't know. I'm gonna leave that to the professionals. There's just that thing, you know, like in the moment in time, like. It seems like a great idea. In theory, like, hey, we want to protect America. Okay, I get it. What are we doing then for the 10, 15 years, 20 years down the road that this rule all of a sudden doesn't get used in a way that harms innocent people? Because that, that's how it always starts, right? Like, like really good idea on the onset. Um, uh, health care for all. Great idea. Education for all, great idea. But what happens then 10, 15 years down the road when you're paying for it and you're regulating it and all of a sudden you got innocent people with land, particularly farmers, because we're talking about farmland right now. You talk about one of the, the most scarce sectors that is dwindling in America. And how, so how do you protect against that? Is it just purely the fact that, that they're a foreign... Entity, a foreign country, is there any way whatsoever that the rule wouldn't shift and also then at some point apply to American citizens? Depends on who's in power. We've seen people abuse it. I can, I can list a thousand instances. Some of the most recent ones. And so that's where my concern is about this. I'm, I'm not, look, kick China out. It don't bother me. Get them out. If they're, if they're doing stuff that's bad, get them out. Which we know they are. We know, we, know, we know there's spies from all over the world. But we also have spies over there. You know, let's not be dumb. Let's, let's, not, let's, not, let's not hide the fact that we got people over there too. You know we got some deep Jason Bourne level stuff going on all over the world. All over the world. If you don't think we do, watch a movie. So for protecting for the long term for citizens now becomes what, what I would like to see. What's the guarantee that this would never apply to a, to a United States citizen? Because you do it for a foreign country, okay, can someone misconstrue or change this rule over time and it, devol it evolves, it develops to say, all right, American, now we're telling you you got to sell your land. In our state, you're no longer allowed to own land. I don't like that. That's my only thing. And I love Chinese food. 
I don't want to see Chinese food go. Let me let me let me reiterate the statements of Governor Huckabee. If you are an American Chinese, stay. Keep your restaurants here. If you're with the CCP, you gotta go. I think isn't that like the Chinese Communist Party? Is that what that stands for? Um, I believe so. Community Community Communist Party of China. Hmm. Bill Guy the Buffer Guy. Bill Guy the Buffer. Bill's intellectual. Bill. 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 Analyzation of China. Go. All right, guys. CCP? I don't know, man. It's got me kind of irascible. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what it stands for. It's as easy as a Google. <laughs> and that's the deep analysis thought you get. It's rude to Google while I'm on You're right. the screen. Right, it's rude to Google while talking with your friends. Correct. It's like I have a bad habit. I'm try, I, I got to learn. I got to get better about putting my phone down at home at night. I told you I was working on it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I did better with the phone the past this past week. Um, but just being present at home, right? that's like a skill. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like actually being there. Active listening. Active listening. Active participation. I'm working right. on it. I'm working on it. Right. They say that our, people's eyes are going bad because... Of screens? Because... Not necessarily because of screens, like what comes out of them, but because your muscles in your eyes, your little fine muscles, um, have to like really focus in and look at that screen. So obviously that over time. You think we ever eliminate blinking? Mm, no, I like blinking. No, I'm, I'm with it. Do you, some, you ever been with it in a conversation when they blink too much? No, I don't think so. No. And then there's the awkward pause. Right. You match their blinking. Yeah. I can I can match tone. I can't match, match their blinking. blinking. <laughs> I don't think I could handle that. That I would lose that contest. Yep. Challenge him. I can't do it. I, I just I'm I'm even thinking through it in my mind, like, all right, if they blink twice, I blink twice. And then you right. gotta start counting. Sure. And there's a lot of math. and then like and then if And you're talking. It's, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was like walking and chewing gum, right? Blinking and talking at the same time is well you see here no kinda difficult. <laughs> <laughs> no Noah would just like look at me like a daddy, what's wrong with your face? Like right. he'd say something like that. Right. And then he'd whack me with a sword. Mm. And now it's turned into Emmy Emmy's really loving the sword game right now. Right. And so the line I would use on Noah is, Hey, I don't have a weapon. Right? Like so that was my way of hey. I know you're excited. And then Emmy's like, oh, wait, here you go. No, so Emmy's got it and like chasing Noah around. And Noah's like, Emmy, I don't have a weapon. I don't have a weapon. And so it's, it's really the, the roles have reversed at this point. And <laughs> she does. The difference is Emmy doesn't care. Right. Emmy does right. not care who has a weapon and who doesn't because she does. And that's all that matters to her. Good morning, OK, at 844-STUDIO-4. So at, at this point in the morning... You've, you've gotten the breaking news. We're going to buy the red line from Norfolk Southern. Arkansas no longer will have Chinese food. That That's the two big takeaways. And I'm irascible. Third takeaway. Next hour, even more to take away. We've got uh, Ben McKeithen, Greystone Lodge, and Boone going to keep you updated on that. Wooly Worm Fest. And then we got Jason Drum, Drum Landscape Supply, Joe Berg, WSIC Sports, and probably some more shenanigans. Here's a little news for you to get you caught up nationally. It died. Good morning, OKN. 
806. Welcome to the uh, next hour, next installation of Good Morning LK and 844 Studio 4 if you want to be part of the conversation. 815, we've got Ben McKeithen of Greystone Lodge calling in. It's uh, located in Boone, North Carolina. Beautiful mountains, uh, beautiful area. Going to get an update. Woolly Worm Festival going on this weekend. A lot to do, a lot of changing of the colors of the leaves beautiful we know you love going to the mountains so we want to make sure we keep you posted on what's going on getting closer and closer to ski season for those who participate 8 30 we've got jason drum drum landscape supply still some time left to get that seed get jason's seed put it in your yard sprinkle it everywhere you gotta aerate you gotta lay that seed you gotta fertilize you gotta lime you gotta put it out there you want your lawn looking good in the spring we better start planning now. That's how it works. I, don't call me in the spring and say, Justin, I want green grass. I'm going to say, where were you at in the fall? Where were you at when it was time to lay seed? That's what I'm going to ask you. And they're going to say, I, I didn't do it. I'm going to say, I told you so. I don't like saying I told you so, but I will. 845, likely going to check in with Joe Burke. We're trying to figure out where we're going to put in the good, the bad, and the ugly news today. That's what we're really trying. Maybe Joe Burke participates a little bit in that or no. Should we let Joe in on that? I don't know if we should let Joe in on good, bag and ugly. I don't know if he cares. That's okay. A little national holidays? Sure. A little, little look at what's going on? Let's see what we got. Evander Holyfield's birthday today. That's a holiday. Shout out. How's his, his ear? Uh, I'm not sure. I know his son played for the Panthers for a little bit. He's a running back in Georgia. Like right now? I don't think he plays right now. Like this year? Uh, I think it was under the rule era, so maybe one or two years ago. How is Matt Rule doing? He's all right. I'm sure he's doing just fine. He's it, getting paid twice. That's true. International Credit Union Day. Yes. You bank with a credit union? No. You're not a state employee. I'm not. Well, although do you ha- not all do you have to be a state employee for all like like for all? I don't think you have to for all the credit units. I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe. Hmm. National New Friends Day. Shout Make out. room for new connections in your life and celebrate friendship everywhere you go. Hey, it's a, and it all starts with a random selfie. This boat's getting pretty full, so if you want to be a random friend, <laughs> you know, you better come correct. Only, only got so much capacity come left. Come correct. Bring life. something to the table. <laughs> what Con- have you done for me lately kind of friendship? Oh, know? wow. Okay. Yeah. Scratch yeah. my back. Right. That- <laughs> That's it. Now we're talking. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I like my back scratch. Uh, <laughs> conflict resolution day. Nice. You got to resolve some conflict. I've been holding on to a lot just for this day. What you got? Uh, I don't know. I think I was just kind of leaning into the joke. No. I ain't got no conflicts. None? I try not no to. No beefs? No. Nope. You know what I do? I put it just right on that Korean barbecue. Okay. That's what I do. If I got beef, I put it, I throw it right down on that grill. My man. And I cook that up. That's Irascible. Why, that's why I'll always be pro-natural gas. You know what I mean? Because I got to cook it, baby. I got to cook it. Evaluate your life day. <laughs> I <That was, laughs> thought that was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> contemplate. It should be just contemplate life. Right. Uh, evaluate. This day encourages us to reflect on our lives to become better versions of ourselves. What no could doubt. we do better? Uh, we can we can do a lot better. We're getting sharper. We're getting there. We're getting there. I worked out last night. My man. That's a love-hate relationship. Right. I love how much I hate it. But it's in the rear view. You know, you did it. Until it was tomorrow. for you. Until tomorrow. Right. Hey, and but you know who's going to show up? Who? You. I am. You. I'll be there. Yeah, you'll be there. International Shakeout Day. What does that mean? We all know how scary it can be when a tremor comes out of nowhere. 
<laughs> a tremor? Like an earthquake? Oh. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. Is that what that means? Yeah, I mean, I've seen the movie Tremors. On October 19th, the International Shakeout Day is observed with a mission to educate the public about the importance of taking immediate action in case of an earthquake. I see. That's smart. What would your move be? Earthquake comes, go. Um, find balance. Uh, then... Uh, so you're imagining it, it like right underneath you. Yeah, like. I don't know. How, how long does an earthquake last? I don't, I don't know. Balance. I, not, not very long. Right. Although some of them, I guess, could last long. It's And there's also like the after effects too. Like that that's the crazy part. Right. Like earthquakes, like when you feel it, it's like, whoa. But the fact is that there's likely more coming. I feel like I would try to just get somewhere where there's not a lot of things around me on the wall. So like maybe in here might not be the best place just because I got all these monitors everywhere. Sure. Um that or under a desk i don't know is that a strong look i think under the desk is positive like for earthquakes i remember that in tv shows i'm scared of no earthquake i'm just i don't want i don't want to be near yeah, no, no earthquake no i want no problems i'm, I'm gonna resolve all my conflicts with any earthquakes you're gonna face to face face to face no today i don't want any conflict so i don't I so don't. you won't deal with it face to face yeah i don't want to deal with it y your phone's ringing it is 844-STUDIO-4 if you want to be part of the conversation. National Get Smart About Credit Day. You want to get smart about your credit? Today's the day to get smart. Got to get educated. You know who you should listen to if you're trying to talk about credit and you're trying to talk about all things in the markets? Joshua Doby. Host of Dollars and Cents. Airs every Thursday, 4 to 5 p.m. He'll be on today talking about the markets. Few things to discuss. I don't know exactly what the markets are doing, but I tune in on Thursdays to get that inside look. If I swap over on my, my phone here, it looks like S&P 500's down. Dow went down pretty good. NASDAQ down. NASDAQ. N NASDAQ is down. They're all down. So how do you protect against being down? That's a good question. Joshua Adobe, maybe that's something to talk about, would be how to protect against going down. And I think that was a similar conversation yesterday on Bill Russell's show, too. Um, just in general, when you're planning, you know, you got to protect against that downtime. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Bill? No doubt. National Jared Day. Jared. He didn't do too well. Oh, the subway guy, no. 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 Yeah, that didn't go well. No. Not but all you not other Jareds. We, yeah, every Jared but that Jared? I guess. But I don't know. Now I just got a weird feeling about Jared's, man. I know a couple Jared's. We knew a Jared. Touch? Yep. Yes. I, I wonder what he's doing. He's oh, not doing what? the same thing as Jared from Subway. No, I hope not. Definitely not. I didn't get those vibes from No, definitely from not. our Jared. Well, did you get not that? Not my Jared. Did you get those vibes from that Jared, from Subway Jared? I guess I didn't, but. I mean, I never met the guy. Right. Didn't he lose? That was his whole thing, though. Like, he lost a bunch of weight by only eating Subway? Correct. And I think he worked out and stuff. I didn't think of, I don't think it was just a. It was just Subway? Just Subway. <laughs> just cucumber sandwiches. Right. That's it. Real sandwiches. Somebody Not, bought Subway, I think. Jimmy John's. No, so it's a, it's a, it's a, a company fund, that owns Jimmy John's. Right, that owns a significant percentage of Jimmy John's. Correct. And owns a lot of, I, I believe, uh, QSRs. Okay. Quick service restaurant. Chains. QSR is the, the technical. QSRs, QSR yeah. is the technical yeah. name. You know, I researched QSRs for a bit, and then I decided I realized quickly, like I don't want to get into the food game like that level. Mm, okay. 
because the margins just are so tight and like you have to be in right. it full time. Like it'd be hard to like run a radio station and a Wendy's. Sure. So I'll just go to Wendy's. Right. And, and, and tell the them station. how great they're doing. Correct. Or also tell them how not great they're doing. Oh. Either way. Irascible. <laughs> just let them know, you know. National Kentucky Day. You think Mitch nice. knows that is Kentucky Day? Uh, I'm sure. Kind of. Someone's told him. Right. Maybe your rims. National Seafood Bisque Day. Get that seafood bisque. That phone's ringing today, man. 844-STUDIO-4 if you want to be part of the conversation. we got to get a look at traffic next. We're going to get Ben McKeithen of Greystone Lodge. lot to do. Good morning, fam. Coming back. Good morning, okay, Ed. 818. Welcome to it on this little Friday. Got to get a look at the streets because it's probably wiling out out there. Jim, what are people doing right now? <laughs> They're doing whatever they want to do. <laughs> and with disregard for the rest, it's uh, coming down. I'm running late, coming down again. But there at Sunset uh, Road, where you get off the express lane, it is solid backup going about about five to ten miles an hour all the way down to Berkshire but uh, nothing you can do about it. it it looked like I couldn't quite see it but I think they have the exit blocked off there at the end of the express lane to get on Berkshire so people are frustrated trying to get on the Berkshire they're going straight ahead and getting to whatever they want to do but other than that no breakdowns no accidents everybody's just doing what they always do jim we appreciate you you know you've done you've done so good this week we're going to give you tomorrow off um not for icats (laughs) but for calling into us we can't we can't i can't give you tomorrow off for icats but i can give you off for the radio because we won't be here uh what do you think like are you gonna tell jeff that we were okay or do we tell jeff you were okay i wasn't sure how that works now too when he comes back next week i'll tell jeff i enjoyed it okay well we appreciate that you know just this one week but uh no i had fun looking out for you guys they were trying to help everybody out get down to charlotte and get home from charlotte that's another thing it's usually clear sailing from charlotte going up to statesville with no incidents other than the highway patrol pulling people over for speeding i guess they don't start doing that until about eight o'clock because nobody's moving before eight o'clock everyone's just bumper to bumper probably yeah yeah no no sense (laughs) but other than that everything's been fine All right, Jim, we appreciate you, sir. We appreciate iCats Ride, iCats.com, alternative transportation. Three bucks to commute to the city of Charlotte, a dollar around Iredale County if you got to run some errands. I am going to schedule an appointment, Jim. I'm going to get a ride to Wendy's at some point, and then I'll have to schedule my ride back, but I do look forward to it because then pumpkin shakes are delicious. Thank you, Jim. We hope you have a great weekend. All right, Justin, you take care. Have a good one, too. And you're welcome to call anytime, Jim. I mean that. I'm going to... I'm going to go ahead and come over and see you guys there next week. Come by that community yard sale. You know, we got that next Saturday at, at uh, 1117 Radio Road. Uh, I'll be down at the airport there working on my airplane. Oh, okay. That's now, another thing I got to do. 
now you've now you've opened up the ball. And I want to ask more questions, but my producer's looking at me. I gotta go, Jim. I appreciate you. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, Jim. All right, Justin. Bye bye now. Bye. Man, I was just ready to roll into the next comment. He's done. He can't just drop that random factoid like he's like he's got. He works on airplanes too. Do we got Ben on the phone yet? Ben's on the phone. Ben McKeithen, Greystone Lodge. Sorry, sir. I got caught up in that conversation there. Did you? I don't know if you were listening to it. All of a sudden, our traffic guy, he's like working on airplanes and stuff over the weekend. I think he should fly me up to Boone, though, to come see you guys at Greystone Lodge. What's going on up there, Ben? Well, we're just getting ready for another big weekend. We've been pretty busy this week, and we're right at the peak of the leaf season. What's your favorite color leaf, Ben? Let me be honest with me. Um, I would say I've seen some really vibrant reds this week. And sometimes you see the, the tree and you almost look at it like it doesn't even look real. It's so cool. Are the woolly worms part of that? Like, do the woolly worms dye the leaves red? Is that is that part of the photosynthesis that occurs? You know, I'm not quite sure about that. I didn't take that class. At <laughs> Neither did I, which is why I'm asking. I was hoping you would have the information for me today, Ben. <laughs> so what's going on well, in the we high country? I've seen a... I was just going to say, we have definitely seen a whole lot of woolly worm activity all, all over. The, every time you look around, you see one crossing the road. Tell For those who haven't been or, or don't maybe don't know, is a woolly worm, what is a woolly worm? Like, how big are we talking? Is this a normal worm? Is this a fuzzy worm? Like a caterpillar? What is it? It's, I mean, it's kind of a fuzzy worm, but if you hold them in your hand, it's almost like they have little prickly, prickly parts on them, but... Uh, I was actually just doing some um, some reading up on the Willy Worm Festival, which is coming up this weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday. It started in 1978. I guess that makes this 45 years. Um, and it, it, it's the, inter- the history behind it is interesting, but um, the whole concept is being able to kind of predict the severity of the winter based on the colors of the winning worm. What do you think then? Are the predictions they're not in yet that they'll they'll do the official like Punxsutawney Phil kind of thing this weekend or? So they'll actually race the worms up a string and they'll have all these different races and depending on which one wins, they can actually read. They'll actually have an official reading of the worm. My my producers asked me, does woolly so if you if if the, is it the faster the harsher the winter or how's how's the results work? Do you know that? I know I'm asking you a lot of technical questions about worms. So right it's, now. it's just the speed race. It's so whoever whatever worm is the fastest is the, then they look at the color of the bands around that worm, and that's because a brown would be not as not as cold and black would be pretty harsh. Okay, so black would be harsh. How many you know how? Yeah. The ski season's upon us. Uh, tubing's upon us. Greystone is just very close by to Hawk's Nest, isn't it? Yeah, we are literally, uh, I'd say, eight minutes or so from the base of Hawk's Nest. It's very convenient from the Greystone Lodge. What's going on at Greystone this week? Anything Anything going on? Are you guys putting up the Christmas trees and all that stuff yet, or are we still in Halloween mode? I wasn't sure. You know, I go to Walmart, I see a little bit of everything right now. I know, right? So we are—we're going to actually be decorating the hotel in the middle part of November, a little bit early this year, because we've got a lot of things and uh, a lot of uh, fun events coming up um, that we want to be prepared for. But yeah, we're—we'll be doing that in the middle of November. Are you a Thanksgiving guy or a Christmas guy? Um, you know, I think I, personally, I really enjoy Thanksgiving. Gotta love the turkey. 
There's nothing wrong with it. I love a good cranberry sauce right out of the can, you know? No doubt. <laughs> All right, so tell us tell us about Greystone. Tell us about this beautiful hotel. Every time I look at the pictures, greystonelodge.com, that's G-R-A-Y, uh, greystonelodge.com. Every time I look at these pictures, man, I just like kind of almost go to my happy place. Like I can kind of feel like as if my head's hitting that nice-looking pillow and I could just fall asleep. Tell, tell us about the Greystone Lodge. Well, our guests are really loving the experience at the Greystone. It, interesting concept is we were able to kind of handpick and kind of curate the experience, uh, the guest experience, and um, it's really satisfying to hear, you know, get the positive guest feedback on the comfort of the rooms, the uh, amenities, the uh, breakfast we offer. Um, people are blown away by um, a complimentary offering of the, ele the elevation that we have. Um, but another big thing right now I've seen a lot of is um, our partnership with Grandfather Mountain. We do a Grandfather Mountain package uh, bookable through our website, um, and uh, it includes ticket discounted tickets to the Grandfather Mountain. And we, we this past week we blew through those those packages. People are loving the Grandfather Mountain package. It's a perfect time to go hiking right now. It's it's nice the brisk air, but not too cold, not too hot. I mean, you talk about one of the few times a year. It's absolutely perfect, and the view you would get from the top of Grandfather Mountain is just spectacular. The other thing I love about Greystone is the location. I mean, you guys are located on 105, and that is really like a nice central location. Whether you want Boone. Banner Elk, Blowing Rock, if you're going, you know, going to go skiing at Sugar, you want to make a trek to Pisgah National Forest. I mean, you guys really are in the perfect location. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it, I've heard guests say they, they appreciate the fact we're not right in the middle of, like, the major intersection, but we're close enough to everything. It's a good, a good compromise. The uh, football season is still upon us, right? As you know, App State football, very popular in Boone. A lot of people travel up to Boone for the games. App travels very well, which we absolutely love about their football program. Do you get a lot of people going to the games that stay at the hotel? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I know we've got a big homecoming game coming up um, on the 28th, I believe that is, this following weekend. Um, um, we've, the bookings are very strong for that. Uh, still have some rooms left, so I would definitely jump on that um, if you're wanting to get up for anything that weekend. What what uh, part of the Christmas season or holiday season, I'll say, what's your favorite like around the area there in the Boone in the high country? What's your favorite? As far as activities? Yeah. So, you know, um, a lot of people like to come up here and actually go to the Christmas tree farms and pick out their own tree at the whole weekend experience. Um, that's that's a fun thing. Tweetsie also does, uh, been, the last several years, has been doing a Christmas-themed Tweetsie, um, which has been really nice. They have a Christmas train, and um, I've had a lot of uh, friends and family go there. It's been fun. We did uh, um, Thomas. Thomas, the tank engine, was there uh, a couple months ago, and my family came up there. Very exciting to go to Tweetsie. There's plenty of things to do. You play golf at all, Ben? You know, I'm more of a golf cart driver than a golf cart than a golf player. So that works too. If you need a caddy, let me know. <laughs> and disc golf, right? You got West Jefferson, one of the nicest disc golf courses I think I've ever played. Just a few miles down the road, um, again from Greystone, uh, centrally located, and, and it's absolutely beautiful. Do you guys have all like your? Are you going to go with like colored trees? You going to do the white trees in the lobby this year? You guys got all that picked out, or am I going to? Is it too early to, to be talking about Christmas trees yet? 
Well, I can give a little. I can give a, a slight little bit of a hint. It's going to be uh, a bit of a natural rustic theme. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, natural rustic. Okay, now we're getting maybe fancy. We can talk more. Like, yeah, we can talk more about it each week as we develop it out. But yeah, we're, that's kind of the theme we are right, right now. Okay. When does the season start that you start seeing people come to chop down their own tree? That's a cool concept. When when do you typically see that starting in the area? We will see that the weekend after Christmas. That's when that's kind of the beginning of the Christmas tree season. And then it would go um, for about three or four weeks. It's obviously closed down around the middle of December. Okay. Ben McKeithen of Greystone Lodge, general manager. What a wonderful experience you'll have if you go to Greystone. Greystonelodge.com. That's G-R-A-Y, Greystonelodge.com. Beautiful boutique hotel, perfectly located in the high country. Ben, we appreciate your time this week. Looking forward to chatting with you next week. Hope the Wooly Worm Festival goes great, uh, no matter whether you want more snow or less. Thanks, Ben. Hey, Hey, thank you. Good morning, OKN833. Great conversation there with Greystone Lodge, Ben McKeithen. And now we've got to focus, though, on the homeland. Because if I'm going to travel to the mountains, what I want to make sure is that my lawn is so green that when I'm gone, I see on my security camera, everybody stops and takes their picture with my lawn. And how I get that done is with Jason Drum, Drum Landscape Supply. Jason, good morning to you, sir. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Doing well, thank you. Hope you are. Did you do a fresh shave this week? The the fate you got a little fresh shave going on, a little trim action going on. You took care of it, huh? It looks good. Well, thank you, but uh, you know, I, I do the every other day shave. So oh, I'm with that one. Now, what about if I was mowing my lawn every other day? Is that okay as well? Well, uh, you probably have a uh, golf course like uh, lawn. <laughs> So uh, that's what they do on the uh, the greens uh, at most golf courses. They mow every single day, Ooh. and uh, and Bermuda grass is mowed uh, at least two or three times a week on the fairway. So uh, you can have that grass, but you're going to spend a lot of time on it. Now, when it comes to seeding and then mowing after, is there a uh, rule of drum as it relates to how many weeks you wait to mow after seeding? Yeah. So generally, uh, if you're talking about seeding fescue, especially. Um, you would want to get it mowed down a little bit shorter than normal. So somewhere in the uh, uh, two to three inch range instead of the three to four inch range and basically skip a week of mowing. So uh, wait about two weeks and then get on it then. Um, if it hasn't grown much, then you don't need to do that as well. But, you know, when you put that fertilizer on there, that's what it's going to make it do. That grass is going to grow. So uh, just give it an extra week in between to let that uh, grass seed germinate. And, of course, if you have areas that are all freshly seeded, you want to stay off of them um, and not mow them until the grass gets above about four inches. Uh, but it is important to mow uh, new grass uh, once it does get up to height because you don't want to end up having it get say uh, eight inches in height and then cut it because uh, that can really shock it so um so just about every two weeks uh, or, or give it about two weeks i should say from the time of seeding till you uh, mow your lawn again and when i mow after i seed let's say particularly for the first time and maybe for the rest of the season am i bagging or am i mulching what should i be doing for the rest of the season would you say yeah so that is a good question um it is actually more beneficial for your lawn if you mulch it into your lawn because those uh, clippings become natural fertilizer. Uh, they also produce a thing called thatch, and thatch is needed to uh, to keep the ground covered somewhat 
there can be too much thatch, uh, but you do want to have some in there. So what that does is that helps to control the moisture. And again, it puts nutrients back into the ground. Um, but if you have a really tall lawn and, um, and you say you weren't able to get to it for a while or it grew a whole lot, um, it's okay to occasionally bag because you don't want to end up uh, having like a hay field out there. So you definitely don't want the hay field. I've had that before. That usually just came from laziness and me not mowing. Uh, we're talking with Jason yeah. Drum, Drum Landscape Supply, drumlandscapesupply.com. You can buy your drums premium turf blend now. Is Are we still in a good season to seed right now, Jason, or am I, am I giving people false information at this point? No, uh, we're still in, in the seeding season, so uh, we are on the, the later end of it. But generally, um, I've always had luck uh, up until about the second week of November. Of course, it does depend on temperature. So if it turns out really, really cold uh, in November, then it might take it a little bit longer to germinate. Uh, but when you seed this time of year, uh, the later part of October into early November, the, uh, the the new grass generally will not grow um, more than about two or three inches. So, and that's okay because it's not the top growth we're really looking for. We're looking for the root growth. So, um, seeding late uh, in our area, if you don't have an irrigation system, is generally more beneficial um, because as we get into cooler temperatures, uh, the water doesn't evaporate on the ground as as quickly. Um, so it, it actually is better to seed a little bit later if we're in dry times, and and most of us are. Um, but it looks like we're going to have some rain tomorrow. So uh, let that rain uh, soak in and soften up the ground, and then you can get out there this weekend or, or next week and uh, do some seeding if you haven't done so. And and I've heard you in the conversations of when we're talking about seeding lawns, there's like this rule about 40 degrees. Have I heard you talk about the 40-degree mark? Like, Is that relevant for anything, or am I making that up off the top of my head? Uh, no, what you're talking about there is uh, is the the ground temperature uh, being below 40. So, uh, and that takes a a lot of air temperatures well below 40 to get the ground temperature that low. So, uh, what that does is that's basically saying the roots will stop growing, and that's more for shrubs, uh, but but and trees, but grass will um, not have as much root growth once that ground temperature gets below 40. Uh, but that does take a while. So, um, so there's we're in good temperatures right now. And another question we get a lot, um, and we'll have one here probably within the next two weeks, is uh, frost. You know, mm -hmm. is it too late? Now, what do I do? Um, I've got new seed that popped up, and now we've got a frost on it. So and that is actually okay. Um, it's not good for new growth on shrubs and trees, um, which you shouldn't be pruning late to promote that new growth. But for grass, even if it's just germinated, a frost is okay as long as you don't get out there and walk on it. So that is, that's a big uh, issue. If you have frost on your grass, especially new grass, uh, don't get out there and walk on it because you can basically break that grass plant in half and then it'll kill it. Um, I've seen where people have uh, had a frosted lawn and they went out there and walked on it. And uh, a few days later, guess what? They had uh, brown footprints throughout their lawn. So. Uh, so just just stay off of it if it frosts, but don't worry. That frost is not going to be the thing that kills your newly germinated grass. I've typically lived by the rule, more is better. And so I'll seed, I'll fertilize, I'll lime, and then I'll put some topsoil on top. I think there's some value of adding topsoil on top, like whether like the wind blowing the seed or there's actual nutrients. Is that actually true or am I just getting out of control at this point, Jason? 
No, uh, topsoil over top of the seed, as long as it's uh, up just barely over the top of it, is actually a really good cover for it. it it'll provide, you know, uh, protection from those pesky birds that can come in there and uh, and steal your seed from you. But it also helps to hold the moisture in, and it'll help it germinate quickly. But uh, you do not want to cover it with more than about a quarter inch of topsoil. So ideally, you might put that topsoil out first. Uh, after you aerate and then put your seed out and then lightly rake it uh, to where the topsoil goes over the top of it. Um, but that topsoil also provides nutrients that will work that will work their way into the soil and uh, help to build the soil structure. Um, because once the uh, if you have heavy red clay, uh, you need the nutrients and topsoil is a great way to do it um, to promote a better soil structure. And what I mean by that is uh, more nutrients available to the grass, but then also more air available for those roots to grow into because uh, whether it's grass or shrubs or trees, the roots are going to grow where there's air and water. So if you have a compacted soil um, that those roots can't reach down to, they're going to stay on the top. Um, so that's why it's important to aerate and then add things like topsoil. Uh, if you don't want to get a bulk scoop of soil or some bags, uh, we have a product called Carbon Pro G which is a biochar fertilizer, uh, not, excuse me, not fertilizer, biochar, biochar compost, which has humic acid in it, which is a natural uh, aerator. So if you have extremely hard ground in some areas, say you've got what you might call a hot spot uh, where you, the grass just doesn't grow well, um, you know, it comes up and then it burns out by the middle of summer, you might try our Carbon Pro G on there and uh, you put it out with a spreader and it's, it's like I say, it's a natural air fire. It's an easier way to put that compost onto your lawn rather than uh, getting out there shoveling and raking it. Jason, we we had talked about um, the bags of seed whenever you go to the store, and there's like just the junk seed in there. Uh, is that the yeah. inert matter? What what was the 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 fr which one is it on the tag? That's like the basically filler of garbage within the bags at the big box store. Yeah. So uh, inert matter is it's something natural that comes with seed. That's going to be the outer part of the hole. Um, it's not seed. It's not junk, but it is just something that's in there. And, and every seed bag is going to have a little bit of that. But if you have more than about 1% of that, then that's just too much. Um, but but the uh, the coating is what is the the trick, if you will, from the big box stores. Uh, fescue seed does not need to be coated. Um there is no real, what that is, that is like chopped up paper, basically, that they put on top of the seed uh, to promote it as something that'll make it germinate faster. Uh, they make up all kinds of things there, but it's really not needed. Um, so what that does in the uh, in those box store bags is just fill the bag with not seed. So instead of our uh, 50 pound drums premium turf blend being $125 for 50 pounds, you might see that like we saw from the tractor supply or other stores that that 50 pound seed or 40 is more likely what they'll do is like say $100. But in that 40 pounds, when we looked at that tag, uh, there was about 18 pounds of seed for that $40 or for the 40 pound bag. So you get 18 pounds of seed for 100 bucks, or you can get the best seeds on the market in the Drums Premium Turf Blend, 50 pounds of it, uh, actually like 49 and a half pounds if you count the little bit of inert matter in there. 
and uh, and that much more seed. So you're getting more than twice the amount of seed for just a little bit more money. So so okay, you say a little bit. So I, I took a picture. I I took and I'm gonna I'm gonna say the brand, Jason. I'm gonna say the brand, and I'm a, I'm not afraid of it. Uh, Scott's Turf Builder Thicker Lawn Tall Fescue Mix Nine One One Grass Seed Blend Mixture. Inert matter. Mm-hmm. 80.4%. 80% wow. inert matter in the Scott's yeah. Turf Builder blend from the big box store. You better believe I went with that Drum Landscape Supply premium blend uh, because yeah. I actually wanted some seed for my lawn. Yeah, I mean, that's that's where they get you. And, and unless you read that seed tag, which every bag of grass seed and most other seeds should have a tag telling you what's in there. Um, unless you read that seed tag, you really don't know what you're getting. Um, but, you know, at Drum, we're also there to help you understand what that seed tag means. So so you're not just out there on your own. But um, in my experience throughout the 20 plus years I've been in landscaping, you're always going to get a better quality grass seed and more for your money when you purchase it from a lawn and garden soil such as or store, excuse me, such as Drum Landscape Supply. Um, there's you know the box stores are just there to uh, to make it look pretty and if you'll notice uh the bags that you see there are flashy and they'll they'll have you know some some gold on them or chrome or something just to catch your eye um and really in a way to distract you from what's actually in that bag so you see the big name brands but um you can see 80 percent of a filler uh the inert matter that is just uh an insane amount it's crazy that's absolutely crazy we're talking with jason drum of drum landscape supply jason we're on digital now at this point we'll stick with you for comments i gotta show you the 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 house plant we've got we gotta do our weekly check-in because what we what we've done now is bill the producer he now when you come on that's when he waters so this is the day he's gonna water we're using you as a reminder to water as well bill let's get a look at the bullpen cam here in the back of the producer's room let's take a look and see what we got going on Hold on, we're coming up with it. Okay, here we go. So back there in the corner, you see hey. we got a little bit of, would I call that foliage? Would I describe it as yeah. foliage? Okay, yeah, we got a little foliage I, going on. It's looking good. Yeah, it's green, so that's a plus. We like green and, plants. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good for it to be green and not brown, so... Uh, I can see some life there. Good job, guys. You tell Jackson there's still hope, okay? We're I'm trying my best over here. You tell him there's still hope. So what are what's like the drum household working on right now in, in the lawn and, and in the yard? What 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 kind of projects are you personally working on? Yeah, so um, I'm actually getting ready to reseed my lawn. Um, if I can get to it this Saturday, I'm going to. Uh, fortunately, I was able to get a good stand last year. Uh, this is our second year we've been in this house. Uh, so it's just a little bit of patch seeding here and there. Um, I added um, uh, a few irrigation uh, zones to my uh, lawn. And uh, so in doing so, I had uh, to disturb the lawn some. So going to seed those. Um, and I'm also I'm always looking for something new to plant. And actually, I've got like a uh, a bullpen myself uh, of plants on deck, if you will, uh, just waiting to be planted. So uh, uh, sometimes my wife is like, when are we going to get rid of these plants here? Uh, but no, um, but I'm always looking for that. And then uh, it's actually time to uh, to think about planting some pansies for the fall. Uh, if you like flowers throughout the year, uh, pansies are a great thing to plant in the fall and they'll last throughout the winter and then they'll uh, be blooming through the spring. So 
Uh, pansies uh, come in a variety of colors. Uh, they're easy to care for. They just need some sun, uh, not all day sun, but at least partial sun. And um, it's a great way to liven things up throughout the winter. So once we get down into the extreme low temperatures, they may not be blooming, but uh, come spring, they'll be thriving again. We're speaking with Jason Drum of Drum Landscape Supply, drumlandscapesupply.com. Jason, we appreciate your insight, your knowledge. Uh, I'm still blown away by the the Scott's Turf Blend 80% Inert Matter. So as yeah. far as as far as my recommendation goes, you go to Drum Landscape Supply and you get some actual seed for your lawn located in Statesville. But Jason's team delivers to the entire right. Lake Norman area. Uh, plants, shrubs, you still got some trees left and things like that for people to purchase. Is that still okay? Oh, tons, yeah. So, you know, we're getting close to the end of seeding season, but we are in the best part of the time to plant trees and shrubs. So uh, we've been getting new shipments in every day. Um, you mentioned we're delivering. We're actually in Troutman right now on a delivery, and then we'll be heading from there to one of our growers to pick up another shipment of uh, trees and shrubs. So it's a great time to get that done. Um, if we didn't have a fog bank here at my house, I was going to take you all on a tour of the backyard to show you some different things. But uh, maybe we can do that next week. And uh, But, yeah, it's a great time. You know, really all the way up until Christmas is a good time to plant trees because once they drop their leaves, it's easier to care for. And, again, they're going to be growing roots throughout the winter uh, for a stronger uh, plant next spring. Perfect. Thank you, Jason. We appreciate you checking in with us. Jason Drum of Drum Landscape Supply, drumlandscapesupply.com. Uh, one of the best. I, I, I can't say it now that I've looked and uh, now that you've opened Pandora's box in my mind, Jason, I'm never going back. So uh, we appreciate you. Sir. Look you. forward to chatting with you next week. All right. Hope everybody has a wonderful day. All right. See ya. All right. So Friday, uh, we won't be here tomorrow because the candidate forums in Huntersville tonight. So we're going to be broadcasting from seven to nine live on the radio. We're also going to be video live streaming the candidate forums for the town of Huntersville. So we've got to get a look at our sports. We got to know what's going on for the weekend. We've got Joe Berg in Studio A, who's locked and loaded, ready to go. Joe, are there any sports taking place right now that anybody should actually care about? <laughs> Wait, what kind of a question is that? I think it was pretty direct. Do people care about sports anymore? Of course they do. I don't of think course. it's not baseball, though, right? Like, there's not baseball going on or anything, is there? Well, now, there's definitely people watching baseball. It might not be you, but there's a lot of people watching baseball. Speaking of, Houston made it a series last night, beating Texas 8-5. to five. Cutting the series lead to two to one. See, jokes on you because I did watch the third inning, and when it was four, the nil, third inning, Woo! four nil. And uh, he, no, 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 it's four nothing. That's, okay, that's sorry. soccer. Oh, that's okay. soccer. Oh, my bad. Uh, but I did notice something that I thought was unique yesterday that I had never seen before. What's up with like the umpire cam now for like over yeah. over the plate? Like that was pretty intense. I like that. It's a pretty cool camera angle that you have there. Um, I think another good one would be to put one on the catcher's helmet, but I don't know if they'll ever do that. Oh, on the mat, like on the on the mask on the front, just get oh, yeah. straight down the line. Look, exactly. They got to do something to make baseball interesting. What's up with football this weekend? <laughs> Well, there's no uh, there's no Panthers this weekend. That's thankfully. right. Guar guaranteed not to get worse. Guaranteed not to lose. So that's the good news. There is a game tonight, and it's actually a decent Thursday night football game. You have the Jaguars taking on the Saints. So uh, look forward to that one. And then over the weekend, there's some other good games going on. But thankfully, we don't have to worry about uh, the Panthers. Who you got your eye on in college football this weekend, Joe? I'm looking at uh, Washington, honestly. 
Washington has had a really good year, and I talked about it last uh, last show that I had yesterday. I thought I think it's funny that the Pac-12, as much as it's falling apart, it is the best conference in college football right now. It has six teams that are ranked. So I'm I'm looking uh, at, at Washington, another one of those Pac-12 teams, to uh, keep moving up because nobody's really talking about Michael Penix Jr. But he's a really good player, and he has a chance to be a first-round quarterback. Well, will he be like Bryce Young and like that kind of first-round quarterback, or like? A <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, well, we'll have to see. Okay. What about high school football? Is is Lake Norman and and Mooresville are they the real deal? And even Statesville High School are they really that good? Like you keep talking them up like they're pretty good. I think Mooresville is one of the best teams in North Carolina right now. Uh, they scored less than 40 points in their first two games of the year. And then since then, they haven't scored less than 40. They 42, 42, 45 consistently. So I think they are the real deal this year. If you had to put a bet on the high school championship, would you say Mooresville would be would be your bet? Or do you think Lake Norman ends up beating Mooresville toward the end of the season? That that one's next weekend. That's going to be a really good game. I, I really have to say right now, even though that game will be at Lake Norman, right now I'm going to say Mooresville would probably win that game. Is it the defense or the offense that gets it? Is it the scoring? You think that's what, what, what separates yeah. them? Yeah, oh yeah. So Mooresville has a really good rushing attack this year, uh, one of the best in the nation. So if you can't stop the run, well... You can do pretty much anything you want. You can play action pass every now and then, and the defense won't be ready. Uh, so I think that offense that Mooresville have is just lethal this year. You think they're going to run the Wildcat? I, I don't think they do run the Wildcat. Oh, okay. I thought that would be a unique way to, to do things. Charlotte FC, what's going on with it? No, I don't want to talk about Charlotte. I'm so mad at Charlotte FC right now because I ha- I heard the stat last night. Since League's Cup during the summer, Charlotte FC has dropped seven points in the 85th minute or later, meaning they were either winning or tied, and they did not end up winning or tying in the 85th minute or later. And yet again, last night, Charlotte FC up 2-1 to one in the 84th minute, and what happens? Miami scores, they draw, and now Charlotte does not own, hold their own destiny in their hands. It's just insane how many points they have dropped at the end of the year. Charlotte should be in the playoffs without a care in the world right now, comfortably. But instead, on Saturday, they got to win and get help in order to make the playoffs. Joe Berg a little uh, irascible. It's it's so annoying. Like It keeps happening, too. I, I don't know what it is. You know what's annoying? The This time of the year when it, things were so calm over the summer, and now I've got to deal with NFL, college football, baseball, yeah. basketball, yeah. soccer, NASCAR. Yeah. and it, Hockey. Uh, hockey. Not to best say time, hockey. Best time of the year. How it's does the, how does anyone have any time to work around here? This is like this is like a sports fan's Christmas this time of year. Come on, it's the every major sport is in action, and and we have playoffs. We have regular season going on, playoff pushes in hot in uh, soccer. So it's a great time. 
Who who's going all the way in the NBA this year? <laughs> well, that's a tough one because it, it seems like the parity in the NBA has really taken a step forward. It used to be, remember, I think it was the mid-2010s where every single year it was Cavs-Warriors, Cavs-Warriors, Cavs-Warriors. Well, that doesn't really happen anymore. Uh, Just Warriors, right? Isn't that all it is now? Well, the Warriors are okay. They're not great, but they're they're still a decent team. Uh, I'm looking at a couple of teams right now. One that you wouldn't expect, and that being the Sacramento Kings, who broke a drought of making the playoffs last year. Uh, they did make the playoffs, which was awesome. And then the team that I think is going to be the actual team to beat this year, Milwaukee. They won the championship not too long ago. They traded for Dame Lillard a couple of days ago, and now they have Giannis and Dame Lillard over there. That's a pretty good one-two punch, and for a team that has depth and for a team that is only a few years removed for it from a championship, they should be uh, pretty good contenders this year. All right, Joe Berg, WSIC Sports Director, host of The Scoreboard with Joe Berg, airs Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. Going to be covering that high school football action. Going to keep up with that. Joe, you're going to be trying to go to a couple of games here soon. Uh, looking forward to seeing you out on the field. Are you going to Are you going to dress out and, and uh, put the pads on and be part of the, the team? Or <laughs> what's the plan there? I'm pretty sure that would get them disqualified if I did that. Oh, well. we don't we don't want to we don't want to cause any disqualifications. No, we don't. We don't. No. <laughs> we, we don't like to disrupt around here. Too, Absolutely. Too, too often. Joe, we appreciate you checking in with us, getting our sports look. Uh, wanted to do it today because, again, tomorrow we won't be on air because we will be rerunning the Huntersville Candidate Forum Part 2 tomorrow morning. So we had to make sure to know what to watch and what not to care about in the sports world over the weekend. Joe, we appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. There you go. I, I didn't ask Joe about NASCAR, though. That was one thing I forgot to ask him about was NASCAR. I didn't know how much closer we were to uh, to winning or to somebody winning. Because, like, they're all still racing, but, like, only some of them are actually contending for the championship. You'll just have to tune in. You it'll, will have to tune in. It'll be on WSIC this weekend, no Panther game. No Panther game. Here we go. We like, we like the Cup Series races. Of course. We're talking about what we wanted some feedback on. Do you want Xfinity? That's what we need to know. For next season, would you like us to also add Xfinity racing to the lineup because we are in active discussions right now uh, with MRN, PRN, and uh, they're they're gearing up for next season. Do you want WSIC to carry the Xfinity races in addition to Cup Series? However, you want to let us know that you let us know, and we'll, and we'll, uh, we'll give us a call. We'll gauge that. You got to get on the phones. Don't call your local legislator. Call your local radio station. That's WSIC. right. WSIC. Well, and your local legislators and elected officials do shows on WSIC. They do. Because, you know, today you got Mayor Woody Washam coming on at 11 o'clock. Mayor of the town of Huntersville. He's going to be bringing you that inside uh, information. Mayor Woody Washam is the mayor of Cornelius. Buddy. What did I say? You said Huntersville. Did I? You did. I meant I'm Cornelius. Sorry. No, yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you <laughs> for the, thank you for, let me issue an editorial correction immediately. Mayor Woody Washam of the town of Cornelius. Yes. And he'll be on at 11 o'clock, bringing you that insight. 844 Studio 4, you'll be able to chat with him if you want to. We got the, the greatest voice in radio coming up next, and that's the Pat Shannon. And Pat Shannon next weekend. During the WSIC yard sale, which is on the 28th, we'll be doing a special live home ad show 
from the field out back behind WSIC Studio A in Statesville. Really looking forward to that event. Hope you come out, bring the whole fam. Uh, food trucks, bouncy houses, all the fun stuff. Tonight, 7 to 9, the Huntersville Part 2 candidate form. You're going to want to check it out. Uh, WSICnews.com, all the social platforms. I love you, my kids. We'll see you next week. The new 105.9, 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.